what's up with you? And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Beast. With me, as always, is Devin. And we are about to break down Raw and SmackDown from this past week as we are on the road to WrestleMania, which starts off with the Royal Rumble. So we're on the road to the Rumble as is. So, yeah, man, uh, we had a couple interesting episodes of Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown, a lot of fun, kind of swerved, kind of matches going on. With Raw, there was some, um, I don't know, impersonators, you would say. Uh, a flashback, you know, to the past for one in particular that was kind of interesting. And, uh, and a butt crack from uh, the other one, which, you know, yeah. even commentary was like, yo, man, what you doing? So we had a little bit of everything on these two episodes. But what are your general takes on just this week of, uh, of Raw and SmackDown? And I guess, you know, as, as we talk about just general, general thoughts, um, as we lead into Rumble, like, how are you feeling about the Rumble as it pertains to, like, how they're building, you know, on Raw and SmackDown, some of these storylines? SmackDown, <clears throat> excuse me, I think SmackDown is knocking out of the park when it comes to building to- towards the Rumble. I'm not even talking the main, main event. I could even talk about, like, the, the mid-card, what Daniel Bryan's doing. You can see mm-hmm. how he's putting over, you know, people, especially Cesaro last two mm-hmm. weeks, bro. Just setting mm-hmm. them up. On, even on commentary, putting them over on there. So I got what I got out of that. I'm like, okay, they are definitely building, trying to make you believe who 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 might have the momentum, you know, heading towards uh, Royal Rumble for SmackDown. Now on Raw, you know, other stuff is happening over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Randy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kicking Raw off with a promo. You know what I'm saying? Selling the, the burn marks. <laughs> that, One that step was... forward, two steps back. <laughs> you know what? I have to admit, I actually liked the, the mask thing. Man. You liked it. I didn't expect you to like it. Because he actually sold the burn marks, man. I thought he would come up and put some blue some some blue blue blocker shades on, but since you wanna sell the you wanna sell the pain, you wanna put the little burn marks on his nose, you got the the goofy mask on. He got to fix that mask shit. Mask is goofy. It was like <laughs> a lucha admit. mask, basically. Yeah, like man. Come on, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, the Conquistadors mask without all the special <laughs> stuff on. Yes. <laughs> yes. But the reason why I like this because this is something new for Randy. That's why I, it, I, I'm willing to accept it and, and I'll take it another step. I'm willing, I want him to come out in that mask in the Royal Rumble, too. <laughs> Man, so it's interesting because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, all right. But then I'm thinking back to when he actually got burned by Alexa Bliss. And he's talking about first-degree burns. Man, like, your face wasn't on fire for, like, that, <laughs> for much long at all. Like, 
He was covering his eyes. We could see his face. He was fine. Yeah. I thought they were going to say, like, his eye, like, his sight. Like you said, the blue blockers, something with glasses to say, like, his vision is messed up now because of that. And even then, it would have been too much for me. I just thought, you know what? He got hit with a fireball. He's fine. Come back next week. All right, you tried. You just missed, missed you know, like, severely scarring me. But I survived it, and now I'm coming like that compassion I showed you is gone. And the next time I see you, it's going to be a problem. That's what I thought we were going to see. But instead, now they're trying to say his <laughs> face is disfigured. His nose is all burnt up. He has to wear a mask. Yes. And I'm like, yes. now you're going over the top, man. <laughs> like, look, I, I, I don't even know if I prefer this more than, than um, the the – <laughs> the, I want to say siphon filter, but it's the splinter cell. There we go. The oh, splinter, the splinter cell, <laughs> like goggles. You know, like that was a little much too. But this one, I, I don't know. I don't know which one kind of gets me more because this, I feel like they're they're trying to sell something that in the moment when it happened, it didn't look that bad. And now they're trying to go back and retcon and say, well, actually, he was burned a lot worse than what it looked Fair like. Fair point. Fair point. So that's where they kind of lose me there. But yeah, overall, I can see that because even when you think about good. it, because you saw the same thing with uh, Keith Lee. It was like that same that's exactly fireball yep. impact, but yep. they were just putting water in his eyes, seeing me and Yim getting the towel. You know what I'm saying? He just saying, like, I want cross and all that shit. So I, <laughs> I see your point. I was just... I was just entertained because he was going all in with the shit, man. He, yeah. he talking about it. He, they throwing the clips in the in the back too, you know, yeah. of, of what happened. Yeah. He's he's yeah. selling the burns. I'm like, okay, if you're gonna go all in, go all in, Randy. So I'm with oh, it, bro. Man. Yeah, and he like you said, he's he's gonna be in the rumble, and we'll see if he wrestles with the mask. I think it it at this point now you can't go back. You can't have him do all this, cut this promo with the mask, and he shows up at the Rumble and he's fine. <laughs> like, what was the point of all that then if you, right. if you do that? So you have to. Now you're stuck. Now he has you gotta to. Pay, you got to pay it off. Yeah, yeah. And when we see it in light, now I wonder, is it going to look as good as it did because they played with the shadows and you can kind of hide it a little bit. It wasn't as clear as day how bad it was. Now, are they going to try to even add more makeup to make it look even worse? Because <laughs> now, you know, in the lights in the middle of the ring, you can't. You can't play with the shadows as much as you did yeah, before. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. I, I don't know, man. We'll they they see, might do that, yeah. man. They might put a little bit, a little extra on, man. You know, a little, maybe a little decay <laughs> around the nose area or something. Like right. That, but, like, bro. how is he getting worse? Like, is he still getting worse? Like, what's it? Yeah, man. It's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see. We'll, we'll see where they go with Randy. But, yeah, man. I mean, so that was interesting. Um, to your point, so SmackDown – I think um, as we're talking generally about this, this road to, to the Royal Rumble right now, mm-hmm. SmackDown definitely, I feel like they're doing a better job of getting me invested in the, the different dynamics within the Royal Rumble match itself. You know, like you said, with Cesaro and Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke now potentially too with, um, you know, Cesaro saying, hey, you know, I want to win the Royal Rumble because of what Roman Reigns did to Shinsuke, but Shinsuke is going to be in that matchup and Shinsuke is a face now. So what's Mm -hmm. it going to look like when Shinsuke and Cesaro are in the ring together at the same time? Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan, they're really, even though he's lost a couple times in a row, that kind of losing streak leading to the rumble it kind of actually goes in his favor as being one of the favorites now. It does, you know, man. It's, it's another way of, of trying to show that he's an underdog. 
yes. <laughs> but instead of just building these wins, he's going to go in with a losing streak thinking right. like, oh, he has no chance in hell to win. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so I, it's 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 good storytelling. I feel like they're yeah. doing a good job with that. Um, Cesaro was actually on Talking Smack, um, and they were asking him about like how he like this this new persona that he's been putting on. You know, and he's like new. Like this is actually the old Cesaro. I, this is not anything new. Like I feel like I found myself. I've gone back to what made me, you know, Cesaro. What made me, you know, the 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 just the the the, the top one of the top like technical wrestlers like mm. he just he feels like he's going back to that old style mm. and, like him and Daniel Bryan they have a history that goes back 15 plus years from even the indie scene yes. and then like he was always it was like him and Daniel Bryan him and Daniel Bryan like they had this rivalry that's been going now for for years so for him cuz um Kayla had asked him like so you know, you you uh, you beat him, but then he came out and or you you came out during his speech and everything, and you were talking all this mess. But then when he challenged you to a fight, you said you didn't want to fight him. He's like, well, first of all, I beat him already. You know, <laughs> second of all, like he was like, you know, Daniel Bryan. He's kind of always being like it's always him and Daniel Bryan, and he's like, I don't know. There, there's this competition that he has, but at the same time, it also sounded like Cesaro wants to get past Daniel Bryan too. And finally put that to bed, that rivalry mm -hmm. that he has with yeah. him. So I'm like, okay, I'm liking the way that, one, Cesaro's getting put over in this. Yes. And two, how they're bringing up the history between the two of them. Like, I thought that was a nice touch. So so nice job to them on Talking Smack for, for giving Cesaro that chance and having that come to light, their, their past rivalry. So now, I, like I hope they lot. bring some of those highlights from Talking Smack over to SmackDown because I didn't catch Talking Smack. So yeah. I hope, you know, that they bring, you know, if they're truly trying to put Cesaro over, you know, throw some of those yeah. highlights in from Talking Smack like they usually do, too, for when they're trying to show like, Rome, uh, like Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief, or Kev yeah. OKO, anything like that. That's a great point because, you know, we, we give uh, AEW shit all the time for oh, AEW yeah. Dark. And, like, that stuff's not canon. Like, if you exactly. want us to know about it, you got to put it on Dynamite. <laughs> and the same thing speaks to Raw and SmackDown. Even though Raw Talk and, and Talking Smack, they, they do have interesting content that pops up on there. And you'll see the clips on, you know, YouTube and Instagram and, you know, all these social medias. Like, oh, look what Paul Heyman said to Apollo or to Big E. Like, yeah, it's cool. But, like, if you really want to put them over, if you want, really want to sell the audience, like, okay, you're really going – you know, full on behind Cesaro and all these guys, mm -hmm. put that on, on, on the main show, put that on, like, have that be a segment where I, look at what happened on talking smack. Look what Paul Heyman's, they did do that with big E. I think they did show a piece of what he said. Did, well, actually maybe I'm, I'm mixing that up. Do you remember if they showed that clip at all with biggie and Paul Heyman on SmackDown? It was, it was big. No, not biggie. It was a Oh, they did. I'm sorry. They showed Apollo and uh, Paul Heyman, and they showed Big E and Paul Heyman as well. I was going to say, because I feel like they did show they did. a clip of that, of both of their interactions oh, they did. with Paul yep. Heyman. Yep. Okay. They, they right. showed so, it, I so, think, when when Big E won his Intercontinental Championship. Well, right before, it was like one of those weeks, either the week before or the week after, yeah. they showed the Paul Heyman and Big E. And then when P Apollo lost his uh, championship opportunity for the Intercontinental Championship against Big E when he lost the first time, that's when they showed another clip of Apollo with Paul Heyman again. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think that, you know, talking smack, it's great. Let's get some of that content and let's continue then to get that content onto SmackDown television. 
Now, going back to Raw a little bit here and, you know, the road to Royal Rumble, I'm trying to mm-hmm. understand what the road to Royal Rumble is for Asuka. Is Asuka going to be going against Alexa Bliss? No, Alexa Bliss is in the Rumble match, right? That's what she said. She said she's officially in the Rumble match. Yep, yeah, because that was during the Alexa Bliss segment. The, the playground. The playhouse, and that was like her yeah. first thing that she said. Yeah. That she, yeah, yeah, that she's going to, So know, she's there. Yeah. Which then, you know, Oscar was like, yeah, well, still, that great, doesn't make great. sense. And she's like, oh, that's interesting that you think that's great because, you know, you're raw champion. If I win the Rumble, I can go against the champion. So that means I could be going against you at WrestleMania. And, you know, Oscar tried to play into that. But I, I, I'm a little confused with the direction of Oscar because, you know, being double champ is cool and all. Yeah. But there's a lot going on that Oscar's in the middle of, and I feel like Oscar's not looking great in any of it. Like <laughs> she's got this whole thing with Alexa Bliss, and she yep. looked terrified on the playground. Oh, she looked that that kind of threw me in for a little. Like when do Oscar get scared like that? Like Oscar, yeah, NXT Oscar no. undefeated for damn near two years. Oscar, yes, yes, Oscar's a beast. She shouldn't be like terrified of that. I get that. You know, it's eerie. But there's a difference between being like, what the fuck? Like, what is all this crazy shit that this chick is doing? She's talking to an individual, an uh, 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 invisible friend now. Like, what's she doing? Like, it's weird. But no, she looked like, oh, my God. Oh, what's oh, my God. The rocking chair. Oh, it's moving on its own. Oh, like, Asuka, you're Asuka. <laughs> like, relax. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And then in the match, it was like more the same. Like, at first... You know, she was, it was competitive. You know, Asuka was, was doing her thing. And then once it flipped, you know, which, you know, let, let's get into it a little bit. So, so Alexa Bliss now looks like she has another persona, <laughs> yeah. right? Which yeah. I, the, the, the fiend Alexa Bliss version, um, no mask or anything like that. But basically the, the main yeah. difference was Blacklist. the Alexa Bliss playhouse version where it's pink. The uh, evil Alexa Bliss where it's black. That's yes. basically what it is. Lights <laughs> change, and she's in black now. And she had black uh, lipstick, black uh, mascara, and, you know, she smears it, too, as she's wrestling. So that that's kind of the, the thing there, which was cool. I actually, I actually dug that. But on Asuka's side, again, once that happened, it seemed like, well, Asuka couldn't do anything. I, I get it. You're trying to sell Alexa Bliss. But then she looked scared, too. She was like, oh, no, I'm screwed, you know? And it was a point there, too, where she was on the ground. She was just kind of, like, looking at Alexa Bliss like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, like, like, like Oscar, dude. It this was like totally overboard because I'm sorry, you know, nothing against Lester Bliss, like physical appearance wise, nothing is attempt. Like, why should Oscar be intimidated? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, makeup or not, just physical stature. It's still Alexa Bliss, yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't like Braun Strowman, like some giant monster of a person, like, oh my god, or Nia Jax, like, yes, fucking break you in half. Like, no, she's, 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 Asuka's still bigger than her. Like, physically, like, you should not be like, oh, I can't do anything with this now because her shirt's black, so I'm done. Like, that's it. She's wearing black (laughs) lipstick. Oh, I'm fucked now. Like, like, what is that? Come on now. Like, I can see if, like, if you want to sell that Oscar is in fear or maybe she she's just like oh she don't know what to do okay you you do it at the point when our right, Alexa Bliss already did her change and then you know when they was doing the strikes exchanging the strikes yeah. Alexa yeah. was like no selling 
and the Oscar, yeah. she was like, oh my God, what the fuck do I do? That's yeah. that's where you started from that point. That's when it makes yeah. sense, not before. Not like, oh, yeah. she's she did a makeup change and all oh, y'all, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Right. Throw everything right, out the right. window, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, that's, that's not the Oscar. No. Throw out the game plan. I need to right. on the game plan because her lipstick's black, her shirt's black. I'm I, uh, plan B, plan C, plan D. Let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. It just kind of struck me a little bit weird. Um, and I, I'm just confused because these even too. So we still have the tag team championship uh, situation going on too with Oscar and Charlotte, and there's so many storylines going on with them. So you have Nia and Shayna, mm-hmm. who at the end of Shayna's matchup. You know, it looked like they were at odds a little bit, but then it was, uh, I think it was Shayna Baszler that brought up, like, hey, th- you know, we don't get along, but neither do they. You know, we haven't gotten along from the beginning. As a matter of fact, this might be the perfect time, you know, because you got Charlotte worried about, um, about, um, oh man, her father and Lacey, uh, Evans, uh, Lacey yeah. Evans, you know, and like <laughs> what's going on. And Lacey Evans is wearing his robe and trying to mess with her matches during, against Peyton Royce. You got that going on. So she's, she's all like, you know, distracted. And you got Oscar being terrified by a little Alexa Bliss. So they're not on the same page either. This might be the perfect time for us to challenge for the title, the, the, the get the rematch that we never got, you know, since losing the tag team championships. So that might happen at Royal Rumble. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. You know, so that's another storyline. And then I, I just, I, yeah, Alexa Bliss, there's that, there's Lacey Evans. Like, yeah. what? What is going on with Oscar? It's, it's a lot I mean, going on. I'm like, God damn. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the only thing that makes sense, you know, is like none of them, no, nothing happens with the women's, the Raw women's title yet because Alexa Bliss is there yeah. you know, in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And nothing happens with the tag team titles yet because they're going to be in the Royal Rumble match too. So basically they just sell that all of them are going to be in the Rumble at the same time and they're all going to interact with each other one one way or another. Like, I guess that kind of makes it. But then Did they again, pull double Oscar's duty at Royal Rumble? You know what? Maybe. Maybe because now, even thinking about it, yeah. Oscar will have nothing to do at Royal Rumble if she doesn't defend one of these titles at Royal Rumble. Because she's a champion. She's not going to be yeah. in the Rumble. She, right, right. So, but she could be in the tag team if you want to throw a tag team. And like, then have right, Charlotte right. do double duty. Yeah. yeah. And Nia and, and Shayna. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, That's a good yeah, point. Yeah. Because at this point, there's a lot happening around Oscar, and right now I'm, I'm not. I'm confused. I'm confused. It's like there's so much going on, and nothing's going on for Oscar like who, at the same time. Okay, really like weird. who wants the tag team champions? Do Lacey and Peyton Royce, or Shayna and Nia Jax? Like, and they, then we got, mm, then we got, or, or <laughs> Mandy Rose and oh, Dana yeah, Brooke. Mandy, I forgot about the other sexy muscle friends. <laughs> I almost forgot about that name. I really almost forgot about that name until you just said that. No. Sexy Muscle Friends. Sexy Muscle Friends. I would never forget that name. I mean, it fits, never. man. They're sexy. They got muscles and they're friends. So, you know, why not? That's a Vince McMahon tag team name forever. Oh, it is. Like, seriously. Sexy Muscle Friends. <laughs> just put that on a t shirt. Merch. <laughs> right. Just, they're just posing it. Oh, man. Yeah, right. Just, and yeah, then I mean we're we're all over the place with this yes. one, but you know with that too, that matchup with Shayna, like Mandy just, I mean she got dominated, you know, like Mandy looked okay, but for the most part she got dominated in that matchup, and it seemed like maybe you know they would play into the whole Naya Naya Shayna Baszler issues more in it, but 
I mean, Shayna basically took care of business, yeah. proved her point. Like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a beast Don't too. You. Like, you right. see, you're carrying the team. <laughs> I'm here taking care of business. You know, like I, I'm winning matches. So. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. There's, like I said, there's a lot going on, and yet if it, it seems like even the way we're talking about it, like we're yeah. bouncing around and all these things, but this is basically how it's all happening. It's it, all happening pretty yes. like randomly and scattered, and I just right. like, we're not talking scattered. That's just direction? how the story. Is. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's being presented <laughs> or viewers and watchers. Like we're not like oh these guys are just skipping out. No, 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 no. That is, is the layout. How that is the format. <laughs> Of of last week's raw, that that's what happened. Seriously, yep, yep. It's oh just a God. lot of stuff, yes. you know, going on, and we're on the road to Royal Rumble. Like that's basically it. Like I, it, it's there's there's not much clarity for me with the road to Royal Rumble with this episode of Raw. Now, the one thing we know that's happening, and unfortunately, you know, with with Drew McIntyre testing positive for for COVID. He hasn't been able to be on television, but they're still finding creative ways to integrate him into the storyline. Um, so Drew and Goldberg, neither one of them were there on this episode, technically. technically. But they did have the episode of, uh, it wasn't Miss TV, it was the dirt sheet that yes. they had. Yes. And, you know, they had the return of uh, an old mainstay from the WCW yes. days in Gilberg show up as the special <laughs> guest. So... That was funny seeing Gilbert back, and you had the the, the two security guards or whatever with the sparklers on the side. Yes. So we had the pyro. Um, so he came out, and then he's doing this. Rrr, rrr, my <laughs> muscles are on fire, and I'm breathing fire. No, he said something about fire coming out of his ass or something like that, too. Like, he was saying all sorts of craziness. But then... Drew McIntyre's music hits, and of course, like again, we're all in know we know Drew's not there. So what the what's yeah. going on? Yep. Out comes not so epic Drew McIntyre. No, not so yes, just... <laughs> not so epic. <laughs> like... yes, yes. And basically, best way I can put it, he came out. He's a shorter, fatter version with a smaller yes. sword, and he he was out little there dagger. in the role and with a little dagger, ass crack, <laughs> put it in the ground. They had the pyro. Hey, oh man, he got in the ring and he kept turning around. I saw his ass. I was I was actually nervous. I'm Bro. like, this this is hanging real this, low, man. Right, this on, is too this much is ass. And I mentioned uh, this, this too on much. The, I had mentioned this on the podcast earlier. You know, big shout outs to <laughs> to Matt. You know, I was on this podcast. It's called a Pro Wrestling Podcast with Matt and Friends. And I was mentioning how I think Tom Phillips actually broke script. And he was like, dude, come on, I cover that up. Like yeah. that sounded He's like too pull real, up, dude. <laughs> like, dude, like, come he on, was not serious. having it. Yeah, right. It's like, what? This is too much ass cheek. Probably told like, one of the cameramans oh, on his phone, like, dude, switch the cameraman. Just tell him to cover that shit up, bro. <laughs> tell him to pull that shit up, and he just wouldn't. He just wouldn't. He just kept it low the whole Let time. Hang. Never like, even oh, tried to man. attempt it, man. He just. Yeah. He paid no mind to it. <laughs> oh my god! Like he takes one step the wrong way, and this is this is about to go south. Yes, real quick. Yes. So that happened. Um, Miz ended it off by saying, you know, like is is Drew McIntyre going to leave Royal Rumble champion? And and uh, Morrison said, nope. Then he said, is Goldberg going to leave champion? And Morrison said, nope. And he's like, well, how can both of them not leave as champion? That's because Miz. You're going to cash in money in the bank, your money in the bank contract, and you're going to leave Royal Rumble uh, champion. 
Correct. <laughs> so he is saying he's about to yes. cash in on Goldberg and Drew McIntyre. Bullshit. There's no way he's about to cash in on Goldberg and Drew McIntyre. Yes. Hell no. Yes. He couldn't he couldn't successfully cash in when it was AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. Now you want to sell me that Goldberg, who Vince loves, Vince loves him some Goldberg, that he that the Miz is gonna intervene in this matchup and successfully pin either Goldberg or Drew McIntyre to become the new WWE champion. Do you think Bullshit. he will attempt or they will just be teases throughout the rumble? Like he might, it might be some segments like him, like Miz and Morrison doing yeah. a backstage segment. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely can, catty. They, they might set it up, but he just yeah. never will. I could, I could see them teasing it, but I'm just yeah. saying at the end of the night, Drew McIntyre or Goldberg, please don't want to be Goldberg. But one of those two guys is going to be champion, and it's not going to be the Miz. Miz is not going to cash in. No, that would be so. What if Goldberg wins so and then Miz cash in? Guys. He's going to lose. Like he's going to. There's no way they're going to have Goldberg lose to the Miz. Like get pinned by the Miz to become WWE champion. I don't see. That. Hold on. Why would you? Why, hold on. First of all, first of all, I I look at this from a business standpoint. Miz, okay. you can say almost face of usa because he has a show on there you know yeah, the Miz, yeah. you know Miz and mrs and he's always cross promoting but even that between fox and then they already had the first failed cash attempt so i don't think right. they'll set that up again for a second i gotta give it either i see it one or two ways either Miz is gonna cash on goldberg because goldberg's gonna beat ah drew <laughs> So if 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 he if he's gonna yeah. cash him, I, I'm all for it. That's the only way yeah. I'm gonna accept this. Yeah. All right, or he's just gonna tease and not cash in at all, and then Drew is gonna think win. He's gonna cash in. I don't think he's gonna cash in. I don't. I think if he cashes in, he, there's. I don't see the thing is the logic here. I don't see how you can sell me that he's gonna successfully pin either Drew or Goldberg, given that he already cashed in once. Look. I love AJ Styles. We've seen AJ Styles, it with Seth Rollins. He did like it. The- he did it at WrestleMania between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. It made sense. He took his. He waited for the perfect opportunity. Yeah. And Miz, yeah, he can wait for but... the perfect opportunity where it can but... make sense. Like both guys are down, and he might. It might be. Perfect. I got all, look. I got all the respect <laughs> in the world for the Miz. I feel like the Miz. You yeah. know, throughout his career, I was watching some recently on the network just kind of like chronicling the Miz's career and like him, like that, that's a theme for him. It's been the respect, like no one respects him. And some of the most epic, I think that's what it was. It was like an epic Miz promo thing. It might not have been on the network. It might've been on YouTube, but like some of the most epic Miz promos is always about him feeling like he's not getting the respect he deserves. And he, there was one with like John Cena and Roman Reigns in the ring. Oh, I remember like, that. Yeah. You know, I've been just, doing this for 12 on. damn years. I remember <laughs> yes, that. Yes. <laughs> Dude. So I respect the Miz. I think he's great. But the way that they're portraying the Miz right now, it's, it's kind of a mix of that Miz, but then almost like a weaselly Miz too. Like he's not as strong as yeah. he's been at times in his career. Like Agreed. that Miz that we were just talking about or talking smack talking Miz. Talking smack Miz. Yeah. I would believe it a little bit more, but he's been like this Miz is kind of like more comedic, more cowardly, you know, and at times he'll get serious. 
So I feel like the way his character is being portrayed right now, it's hard for me to believe that he's going to do what Seth Rollins at that point in Seth Rollins career being like, Seth has never really been like a pure weasel. Yeah, he'll do some underhanded heel tactics, but he, they've always kind of looked at Seth Rollins almost like that heel Shawn Michaels kind of character. Like they have a lot of respect for him. Like you agree with it or not, yeah. WWE loves them some Seth Rollins and hey, he did it twice. He beat Goldberg, no, he beat uh, Brock Lesnar twice. So, <laughs> which, I mean, don't get me started on that. We'll yeah, be here all night. Let's, let's but, go there. <laughs> yeah, man. But, like, I just feel like it's it's that comparison is kind of hard given where the character Miz is right now. I feel like it makes more sense if he doesn't do it here. I think he's going to cash in. A, obviously, he's going to cash in at some point. But in a matchup with Goldberg and Drew McIntyre, Two epic, epic, like the way they're trying to build these two, even though, the, you know, they really haven't been able to do this face to face. But exactly. the way through like video packages and all that, they're trying to build this. It's like Goldberg versus Goldberg in his prime. Like, that's what this is. And even if one of them gets, you know, is, is speared or claymored out, you know, and put out, there's still going to be enough of that guy to take out the Miz if he tries to cash in. Like, I don't even know if the Miz is going to be bold enough to say, oh, now's my chance to pin Goldberg. Uh, no. Or even <laughs> Drew. If he tries Drew, he's going to fail. And if he tries it on Goldberg, it's like, nah, I'm going to I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait. So I, I need if, some help. If, I need somebody if, else. So if, if Goldberg was to take, like, three Claymores, all right, yeah. uh, and he takes three Claymores, somehow still wins somehow, but – but you know, and but uh, nah, the Miz get involved, but Drew is pissed. Ends up doing something to Goldberg. I don't know. Miz is like, oh shit, I got my opportunity. <laughs> I don't see it now. You know, fast forward to Royal Rumble. Yeah, they could always find a way to change my mind. You know, where I'm sitting right now, and the way I see it, I just feel like there's nothing in the way that they're building this to tell me that the Miz is going to have a strong chance of cashing in, which kind of makes it nice if they can pull it off in a way that when it happens is believable. Hey, bravo, because you got me, because I'm sitting here saying there's no way. You know what I'm saying? So I would I would be caught off guard if I see it, and I'm like, oh, my God, they pulled it off, and I'm winning, and I'm cheering. I'm like, yes, yes, Miz is champion. But right now I'm like, I can't. I can't buy it given the weaselly version of this character we're getting from the Miz in a cash in with those two guys being in the ring at the same time. Like I just, I just don't see it. I don't see, I would even see with the respect that drew has for Goldberg and for the legends. If Miz tries to cash in, I can see even drew helping him out and helping Goldberg out and making sure Miz can't cash in on him. Like I could see some shit like that happening. Like it's just too much against them. If you have another heel in there and they roll out the way and it's you and Morrison against one of those guys, like with AJ, it would have been more believable. Like, okay, I could, I could buy that even though I didn't want it to happen, but I could (laughs) buy it. But with Goldberg and Drew, the two of them are going to just, they're going to get up. But it seems like you're still looking at Goldberg as the same athlete as, as Goldberg in his prime. I don't even look as Goldberg as the same. That's why I'm willing to believe that. I can yeah. buy, I can buy the Miz cashing on Goldberg. So I can believe that because I don't see the, I don't see his Goldberg as, as the same man. You're looking at it logically and realistically. You are a hundred percent right when you say it like that. You are one 
thousand percent right. The problem is the WWE is trying to feed us that this Goldberg is the same Goldberg we saw in 98. That this is the same dude. And we all know he's not. I got the track. But they're trying to make us believe, right, like he's going to jackhammer Drew McIntyre without us all being afraid that he might kill him. Like, we I'd be like this. We saw what happened to Undertaker. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm going to be terrified. Yes. Terrified. Like, please don't injure this man. Like, you are not that same dude. Just keep it to the spears, and that's it. So I'm with you. I feel like that, the Goldberg in reality, the 50-year-old Goldberg, that guy, yes, today, look, even in his prime, Jericho put him in a, in a headlock backstage and, like, was handling business on Goldberg. Like, real. You know what I'm saying? So he's not this unbeatable guy. He's a human being, and he's older now. So Miz, with help from Morrison, there yes. is a logical way to do that, yes. but they're not, but they're not portraying Goldberg like that on TV. We know that as human beings with eyes and a brain that he, he can be beat, but in Vince's mind, Goldberg is freaking uh, 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 the the superhero, like the guy still. Like he he wishes that he could pull that Goldberg from '98 <laughs> and plop him in the WWE <laughs> ring, and he's trying to sell us that he did it. Like that that's what we got. <laughs> like every time. I hope we're done with the Goldberg run. This seems like we're never done never. with the Goldberg. Because <laughs> never. Just the way to your point, just the, the way they're family? building this. They're showing all this ninety eight Bill Goldberg videos, promo videos. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think they're going for the that's what I'm saying. I think they're going for the swerve. Like whenever we get around predictions, I'm still gonna keep that prediction. I'm going with Drew, and going for Goldberg within Maybe no more than five minutes, man. It will be a squash match, and you will see it. I don't think you're far off. Yeah, I don't think you're far off with, with that. And maybe Goldberg, Goldberg will help, go that help, help Miz and Morrison get the cash in. You think he'll help them? I don't know, because like, they'll be pissed. I don't, I don't, he'll, he'll just be pissed. I don't know, man. It could happen. I'm just saying. Don't, one more I'm not going to put then... that idea. I'm not going to just put it out there. You know what, though? Okay, what you just said right there. If for some reason Goldberg is feeling a certain type of way about losing to Drew and spears him again, like after the win, like Drew celebrating, yeah, and then he gets speared well, by he Goldberg. He might want to shake his hand or and something. Then Miz and then Ms. comes out. <laughs> okay, I could buy that. I could buy that because now it's like an underhanded move by Goldberg. That would change everything. That would change everything. So that right there, that I mean, it's fantasy booking because I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know if that's man. gonna happen. I'm just trying to, but, I'm trying to look at every every door, every that. lane. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> if it's in his mind, if it's in Vince's mind to do this, to have Miz cash in on one of them, I think the way you just said it would be the one I'd be like, Vince, here, take this one. This is the only thing that makes sense. Goldberg needs to lash out. He's pissed off. He just lost. He he spears. Drew McIntyre one more time on his way out. Miz and Morrison come running down. I'm cashing in. I'm cashing in. Goldberg don't give a fuck no more because he's gone. He's still pissed. He left. Miz, one, two, three, boom. Like, I would I would buy that because it was a spear that beat him, and he's out. And, yeah, yeah, okay. I could buy that. Yeah, buy and then that. maybe like Drew would go for the belt again for, at WrestleMania. And he would be in front of a crowd this time. Yeah, I just man, against against the Miz. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I just Drew versus the Miz at Mania. I don't know, man. That sounds weird, I man. I, yeah, 
You know what I can see? I can see Miz cashing in at Mania. See, on my side of it, I feel yeah, like because you have you have up to a year, to right? In. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Money in the Bank is after and Mania. Is so, after Mania, so yeah. hey, have your WrestleMania mo- moment that way. Yeah, cash in. Yeah, and whatever happens happens, happens. at that point because right. Miz finds a way into the main event of Re- of WrestleMania by cashing in. Cool. Cool. I'd be, I'd be with that. There we go. There I'd we be go. with that. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, like I said, we did we did bounce around a lot on Raw. Um, I got one more thing when it comes to Raw that I want to talk about, man. That's the Hurt Business. So, yeah. we saw a lot happen with the Hurt Business it on this did. on this, uh, in this matchup that they had. Um, so, triple threat matchup, Lucha House Party, Matt Riddle versus the Hurt Business. So, you had uh, Cedric, Shelton, and Bobby Lashley. They were the team which their entrance was cool. He had MVP in the front, and he kind of raised his hands up, and all the members of the Hurt Business raised their belts yep. up. I was like, all right, that was cool time and everything. The visual, awesome. Match kicks off, and immediately Cedric has a problem with Shelton. Every time Shelton's in the ring, Cedric is tagging himself in, hitting somebody and saying, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. And I'm like... Dude, what is happening? He's sending messages to Shelton, bro. (laughs) Everywhere. And he's not being subliminal. He's being straight up. Look, man, watch how I do this. This is how it's done. I think he did a brain buster on Lucha House Party like Cedric. And he's like, after he did it, he looked at Shelton, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Like, what you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Shelton didn't look amused at all, man. He was no. <laughs> well, what the funny thing is, it wasn't just Shelton that wasn't amused. Oh. And Bobby Lashley was kind of neutral, but he was he was annoyed. But oh. MVP, it, it's clear whose side he's on. Oh, he's, yes. on he's on Shelton's side, oh, yes. 100%. Yes. There was one point where he said, <laughs> I think uh, Cedric had done something. And then it was either Grand Matalik or Lindsay Dorado that hit that hit uh, Cedric. And um, MVP was like, you see, when you yep. play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. <laughs> said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, just but letting him know. When, when, when Bobby saw they couldn't get on the same page, he was like, <laughs> oh, fuck wait. this. I'm about He's to end like- this. He put, he put in the hurt lock. Well, it don't matter. He put in the hurt lock. He just, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, just, dude. I think, oh, man, yeah, I don't remember which one he destroyed, but I remember it was uh, Cedric was in the ring at the time, and Bobby was like, you know what, bump this, tagged himself in, went to the corner, did a spear, like speared the shit out of whoever it was, Picked him up, then put him in the hurt lock and was like waving his arms yes. around. And immediately, what was Grand Metal League? It was Grand Metal League. He okay. got the hurt lock. When Grand Metal League got locked in, he started tapping from the beginning. Yes. Like, he wanted no part of that submission. And Bobby was like, hell no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> 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 Like what? It was Bobby like when you give a dog a a, a, a puppy toy and they just, <laughs> just ragdoll him. Oh, it was it was hilarious. It was yes. hilarious. I was like, yep. Yes. Bobby just continues to look super strong in all these oh, moments, my man. God. It's just crazy. Yes. Like, and then after that match, awesome. What I saw is 
this what I saw. So I know to I your know point, where you're going. To your, to, yeah, to your point, you yeah, was talking about yeah. how MVP, you know, you already know whose side he's on Shelton. Yeah. He was on Shelton's side, all right, because you saw that. Yeah. But yeah. I saw who Bobby, Bobby, he had his arm <laughs> on Cedric. I saw that. Letting him know, like, bro. At the like, very bro, end, I yes. saw that. And usually, like, it's cool. it's you know cool. what I'm saying, right. amongst right. the brothers, yeah. once we do that and we talking, that's the most honorable yeah. move we can let you know. Like, you're one of my guys. You're yeah. my right-hand man, bro. Like, hey, yeah. don't worry about this. We're going to handle this, bro. Yeah. And we're going to get yeah. this. We're going to get this business. <laughs> Oh man! So what do you think? What, where do you think this will lead? You think Bobby is is Bobby and Cedric are gonna be still like a, a tandem when this whole thing erupts? Because it, it's on the verge of blowing up, man. Oh, yeah. But will it will it erupt, or we just kind of have some like a reorg? Like we just have a reorg in the hurt hurt business faction. All right, like so Bobby, and then now it's Cedric instead of Bobby and MVP. So you think MVP? Well, okay, but when you say reorg, like is MVP still in the hurt business? At He's the still end? in the hurt business, but he doesn't have like a voice anymore like he did before. I would say. So he's gonna be there, but not like. See, I don't know if that works. I don't know if you could have like him. Okay, Bobby establishing and saying Cedric is the number two, and then MVP just stand in the corner and watch us do business. Like. I, uh, I feel it like might be a transition probably, before we get to that point, but I say that's where we're yeah. heading <laughs> heading to. I think so. <laughs> I think MVP is going to have to make a decision the way this is going mm. because, to your point, if if that wasn't just Bobby kind of going with the moment and kind of like you know just flowing, you know maybe that wasn't like a, a written part of the story. Maybe that's just what he was feeling in the moment. But we've seen in the past. When Ric Flair botched and and tripped uh, Charlotte, they made that the storyline. And yeah. now, you know, it, it's, that's just what it is. <laughs> so here, if I'm Vince or someone in the back and I'm watching this and I say, well, the last thing fans saw was Bobby's hand all over the shoulder mm-hmm. of Cedric. And MVP is clearly siding with Shelton. So the battle lines kind of are being drawn a little bit here. Now I'm not saying split the hurt business because I like I like I like the hurt business and I, I like do. the 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 group dynamic, but I feel like there's definitely friction, and MVP I think is the one that's going to have to make a choice. I think ultimately MVP sides with Bobby Lashley. I think there's there's no question about. Who is the leader of the Hurt Business? It's Bobby. Like, <laughs> clearly it's Bobby. He's the CEO of the Hurt Business. And if Bobby says, look, I'm picking Cedric, he's going to look at him, hey, Shelton, when you got to go, you got to go. And that's it. Just <laughs> get rid of him, you know? That, that's I think Shelton might be the one on the outside looking in, worst case scenario, if he can't get his shit together. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, because um, this whole, so that was like, fun. falling out, I'm trying to see, okay, like, how, where are they going with this heading to the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Yeah. I Man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, heading into the Royal Rumble, it'll be interesting because I think they'll probably all be in the Rumble match, which – that's going to be a mess because, yeah, Shelton and Cedric are going to just be at each other's throats. And Bobby might get tossed out because of them. And that's going to be – that could be the next level of this where it's like, all right, somebody's got to go because you guys just cost me a chance at the WWE Championship. So right, Something about to get yeah, hurt, man. like, for real. 
Somebody, yeah, just like I, I think it's it's only a matter of time, man. They're gonna. Uh, I think I think Shelton it's it's getting to that point for him, or the other way around that you know Cedric I think could be fine on his own. Shelton, I think he benefits more from staying in the hurt business. He does because as a single star, I don't think there's there's really much more you can do with him. But with Cedric, he's a star in the making. Like he's really shining here. So it would make sense, you know, looking at it from that perspective, Cedric is the one on the way out, and Shelton stays in the hurt business. And you know, Bobby, even though he's like being cool with Cedric, if Cedric starts mouthing off at him, it's over. Like. All right, you got to go. Deuces. And <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Just yeah. Hard, you know? That, like, that, that man, me. Bobby, that, that dude is on a amazing run right now. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know, uh, from, from this point forward. Um, one other thing on Raw that I wanted to mention was I saw one of the sickest, sickest moves we all did. In this matchup between AJ Styles and Ricochet. My goodness. And I should have put an AJ Styles shirt right up. I didn't even think about that. I, <laughs> just to salute this man, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, my God. There's a reason they call him phenomenal. All right. Check out, by the way, the, the documentary on AJ Styles is on the WWE Network because it, it's, it is phenomenal. Shows you his backstory. It's not just about the Rumble and about him, you know, his making his debut. They talk about... Uh, TNA and you know him before how he got the name AJ Styles they put all that in there so definitely check that out but for this this man right here this move and shout out to Ricochet too because yeah. it takes two to make these things oh, work does. so does. Awesome. the body control for that what he had to do yeah so the move we're talking about basically is the w- best way to describe it you have AJ Styles holding up Ricochet in kind of a suplex position he throws Ricochet onto the top rope Ricochet bounces back like literally springboards back to AJ Styles. Boing. AJ catches him perfectly for the Styles Clash, turns around, boom, hits him with a Styles Clash in like one fluid motion. When I saw Dude. when I saw Ricochet bounce off and then when I saw AJ catch him in the in the in his finisher move in the in not the phenomenal uh, form in the Styles Clash, my Styles mouth Clash. dropped from that point. It stayed open uh, because yeah. I saw I what was uh, I was like Wow. Wow. That's what I said. <laughs> Bro! Yep, I just yep. saw the most rawest yep. finisher like, wow. ever. <laughs> Sick. Just move of the year. Like, yeah. if you want to just go ahead and... and that, that's that's up there. Yeah, it's that's up, up there. there with... Um, it's some finishers that could just with stay like, uh, Kenny Omega, in your head. Yeah, finisher. For the finish, probably best finish so far this year is definitely yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, um, you have a Phoenix and Kenny Omega for one of the sickest moves, period, with that moonsault German suplex that yeah. we saw on um, on AEW Dynamite for the title. Like, that was that was sick. But as a finish, that was perfect. Yeah, just a finish. That was a perfect right. move. As so. a finisher, oh yeah, I, I put him up there as, like, Randy Orton, RKO, when he did Seth Rollins or Evan Bourne. Oh, my God. Or entertaining as when The Rock did the people's elbow in his penny loafers. He slid, then dropped the people's elbow. He slid, yeah. <laughs> on the British Dude, Bulldog, I believe. I use that gif all the time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's awesome, man. That's what just just so iconic, man. Uh, so, yeah, man, just add AJ Styles to the list now. Like, he's he yes. had some amazing ones yes. before. And him and Ricochet have done some creative finishes with the Styles Clash before, too. Like, the top rope Styles Clash he did to Ricochet was oh, awesome. But this right here this was, was like, wow. 
Wow. <laughs> well, shout out to AJ and Ricochet on that Ricochet one. Nicely too. done. Nicely yeah, done yeah. on that. What about Ricochet, um, man? Where, where did sm- he go? You think he, he's knocking on I Retribution mean, door? You know what? They dropped. It sounds like the, it looks like they dropped that story because now, I mean, I wasn't going to actually go into detail about this, but Retribution has moved on. And I like the story here better I with do. Ali and Kofi. Yes. Yeah. That yes. makes sense. Yes. Because Kofi. That's two years you know, in the making. We, we right all remember there, Kofi Mania. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kofi Mania happened because Ali was out. Ali got hurt. injured. Yep. They replaced Ali with Kofi. And Kofi went on to become the <laughs> WWE champion. <laughs> champion. And so Ali feels a certain type of way about that. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. So right now, unfortunately, Kofi, you know, can't be there. They're saying his jaw, something like that, like got his jaw broken. Cool. So he's taking it out on Xavier Woods. And all right, you know, we're going to put your, your boy Xavier Woods through his paces. So he's going through the gauntlet, you know, with, with retribution, <laughs> retribution at this point. Keeps getting beat. But, yeah, they're sending a message and, and getting retribution for what happened to Ali be, by way of Kofi Kingston taking that spot. So I like that better than the, the Ricochet one because, you know, Ricochet joining retribution, who wins in that? You know, like, what, what's, the, what's the game there? Yeah, but I'm just trying to see like, where all right. I'm just trying to see what you do for for Ricochet because all right, obviously you, you're giving him you know recently you've been giving him a lot of camera time. So what are you giving him this camera time for yeah. now? Like you know, I, I, I peep AJ's backstage segment right before they had their match. He was like, I already know what's gonna happen. I'm like, it's two things gonna happen. I'm gonna embarrass you. And I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was cool Which because happened? he was talking to Adam Pearce yes. basically. He was he was calling he was basically calling Adam Pierce a coward because you know he wouldn't go into the ring with he foregoed his chance yes. at being WWE champion because he was afraid of Roman Reigns. He's like, look at Ricochet. Ricochet knows what's about to happen here. He knows that he's about to get beat by me, but yet he has the courage to go in the ring and still face me. And I said, "Oh man, that's perfect. Oh, that's perfect." Man, I love AJ. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just straight up, straight face. Yes. No, like, he believes it. Like, look, this man, he knows he's going to lose, but he's still <laughs> right there getting the ring with me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> what else do you say, man? It's AJ Styles. Yeah. Over Ricochet, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that um, even though he lost the matchup, I still think he's going to end up in the Royal Rumble match. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not. I think Gulak and Ricochet will be in the matchup uh, just because, you know, AJ, he's not the GM, you know, and Adam Pierce is going to be like, no, nah, I'm still going to give those guys their opportunity in the Rumble match. Um, and they may be the reason why AJ, if he doesn't win, maybe they're the reason why that he doesn't win because they, you know, get the revenge on AJ in that way. Um, well, Ricochet specifically, because he's not going to win the Rumble. So, no. you know, looking at him in general, because he's I been on you the know, I was thinking. Streak. Like, do you think the losing streak will lead to, like, I don't think, you know, I'm not saying, like, every wrestler needs a heel, uh, you know, to go heels just to refresh their character. But I always thought, you know, it always suited. Well, her business, yeah. Yeah, and especially suited, you know, Ricochet's character. He's cocky, he's confident. Even the way he wrestles is pretty confident, too, or pretty cocky. And it's right up his style. So I'm like, why not just unleash the crack and just, you know, let him. Yeah. Let, let, let's see what happens with that, man. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's it's kind of like um, when Bailey 
when we weren't sure if Bailey could be a heel because she was just so positive, so nice, mm-hmm. you know, we couldn't see it. You know, I feel that way about Ricochet right now. And it would be it's it's hard to believe that he would make a great heel, but you know what? Like that that's something they haven't tried, so why not? Like let's see it. You know, let's see Ricochet get that chance to show yeah. and have some fun with a heel character. Being cocky, like you say. I mean, he could say, Hey, I'm the best wrestler in the world. I'm I'm and I'm being held back. You know, like I was thinking during that matchup, I was like, Man, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. If you'd have told me this was gonna happen five years ago, I'd have been like, Ricochet and AJ Styles, WWE having a matchup against each other? Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Because right. there was so much hype in Ricochet from the indie scene, yeah. and AJ Styles is AJ Styles. <laughs> like, this is a guy who, you know, Ricochet versus uh, Ray Phoenix or versus uh, Kenny Omega. Like, could you imagine? Like, like, I could see him fitting in within that matchup with, with Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix, like, to a T. Like, he just has that ability to have that great of a match. So, you know, that could be part of it for Ricochet to say, like, look, I, I'm I'm a best bout machine. Like, people were talking about all these other names as best wrestler in the world, but they forgot about me, Ricochet, as great as I am. Right. Like, no one can do the moves that, that I, I put can in, do. In, no one can do what I can do. When they say one and only, there's a reason. Because I'm the only <laughs> motherfucker here that can do this shit. Yes. Legit. Yes. Watch. And then go and just start dominating people. Like, that's what needs to happen. So I, I'm with you. It'd be, it'd be amazing to see him get that opportunity to just, like, let that out. Be that guy. Be that, like, bo- like you You know how great you are. So just be, like, like The Rock, basically, when he was calling himself the great one. The great one, Like, yes. Ricochet just needs to put that on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the best. I'm the greatest. Like, I'm the best in the world. I know that's been overused by a lot of people in wrestling. You know, yeah, Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Shane McMahon. I'll say they're the best in the world. But a guy like Ricochet, it's believable if he starts, you know, trying to sell us on that. And and just say, hey, I'm I'm the best, man. Like, yeah, because I don't, I'm not BS, feeling, like, I'm not feeling the baby, baby face uh, role, you know, lately, especially with that backstage yeah. segment he had with Adam Pierce, and Adam Pierce is like, you know, I'm giving you opportunity, I'm opening the door, but it's only up to you to go right through it. It's like, yeah, man, I, I know, and I just, I just want to thank you for giving, just giving me an opportunity that that I, I'm like, come on, man, like. <laughs> You ain't beating AJ. Not with that attitude, bro. No, no. <laughs> and the fact that, like, he has to be so, like, I get that, you know, you want to be professional and you're grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, man, what the fuck? What do you, like, first of all, this opportunity should have been given to me a long time ago. <laughs> Where is all this bitch? Yes. I'm Ricochet. Like, this is ridiculous. The fact that you're, you're granting me an opportunity. Are you kidding me? Do you know who I am? Have you seen my matches? Like, come on, man. I beat yes. AJ Styles already before when yes. we were fighting over the Intercontinental Championship. Which, what are we talking about? <sighs> that, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, I just and thought actually, about that it. Even, you're they talking were about- talking about it. They, well, they almost alluded to it. That's another thing. That I, that during the, the segment, he was saying, oh, you have selective memory. And I thought he was going to bring up the fact that he beat AJ Styles during their, I mean, it was like a year plus ago. Yeah, that but it was for the U.S. title, over the belt. For the U.S. title, right. Sorry, I said yeah. it kind of for the U.S. title. But, like, they had that feud. There was a whole, even documentary, though, the documentary Ricochet, part of the whole thing yes. was him having that match with AJ. <laughs> like, 
this is not the first time that they faced off against each other. And I thought Ricochet was going to bring that up when he said, you have selective memory, but he didn't. Because then, you know, he he talked about something else. And I'm just like, Uh ah, shit. Like, you should have brought up the fact that you've beaten him before. And he's talking all this shit to your face like, you can't win. Like talking about the opportunity that he had and hopefully he can win and get into the Royal Rumble, which that shit don't make sense because it's random wrestlers just like, hey, I'm going to declare declare myself to the Royal Rumble. And then, yes, Adam Pierce is like, I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm like, hold on, bro. I would have been like, if I'm Ricochet, like, hell no, no. How is other motherfuckers? (laughs) Alexa Bliss just came out there talking about I'm declaring myself for the Royal. How come I just can't go out there and declare myself for the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Billy Kay is just getting people declared for the Royal Rumble. She got the Riot Squad like, hey, guess what? I, I went and talked to people. I pulled some strings. You guys in the Royal <laughs> Rumble match. declared for the Royal Rumble. They just what? lost. <laughs> they just lost a tag team match against Oscar and Charlotte. But yet, yep. they got into the Royal Rumble. But, but Ricochet, he's got a... Ricochet is not. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, sir, for giving me this opportunity. Thank you. What? What? Yes, I just, just you're ricochet. Just you know, give me an opportunity. Now I'm gonna try my best. I understand you just opened the door. I'm, I'm gonna go right through. All right. Oh my god. Oh man. Like if that were Dominic Mysterio, I'd be like, all right, cool, Dominic. Yeah, he should feel that way. Like you're getting granted an opportunity. This ain't Dominic. This is Ricochet. Like what? Oh man. Unbelievable, man. Former NXT North American champion. Former NXT tag team champion. Dusty Cup winner, like, U.S. champion. He fought what, Brock Lesnar at the, was it the last no, Royal it, Rumble that they fought? No, it was at the uh, the Saudi. Or two years ago. Remember that Saudi? The, at the, the great, oh, not the Grand yeah. Royal, but at the, one of those yeah. Saudi uh, pay-per-views. Oh, <laughs> he, got, he got That's wrecked. Right. Like, That's you thought, right. you know, just from, <laughs> you have a fight chance. He got zero offense. <laughs> zero offense. In my guy, you thought maybe he'll get yeah, maybe one percent, a one percent something, a something. something. <laughs> oh, bro, bro I was like, I got a plane to catch. That was the beginning of the year. <laughs> get this payday real quick. <laughs> F five, one, two, three. I'm done. Here we go, Vince. Get my bags. <laughs> Gas up the jet. Get me right. the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh man. Well. Let's 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 move past uh, Ricochet a little bit here and talk about your guy, the Tribal Chief Roman oh, Reigns, Chief. and this whole thing with Adam Pierce, KO. I'm gonna let you break this down, man. What was your experience of of all this that happened on SmackDown? Because there was there was a lot of of mind manipulation, like you know trickery. There was some mind fucks going on around here, bro. Change. <laughs> it was some mind fucks. It was going. a lot, man. But it go. was. Well, I'll let you break. Oh, I'll let you you know, talk about the beginning, man, or what happened in the promo because that okay. was that was fun. Well, okay, so basically the way the way that I remember it, there was a lot of um, you know Ro- Roman was pissed, you know that Adam Pierce went and pulled the whole card subject to change, you know which you know that right there. I mean the way he actually the way he started out was kind of cool because he was saying you know I'm you know I always show up. You know, I'm the guy that, you know, night in, night out, week in, week out. You know, it took a pandemic, a life-threatening pandemic for me to finally not be able to show up. So I don't want to hear anybody say, I, I don't show up ever. Like, I don't want to 
ever hear that again. Like, but what if I did, Paul? What if I was that guy that said, oh, my elbow hurts or, oh, my shoulder hurts. Both of them. Like, they both hurt. My knees hurt. My ankles hurt. What if I was that guy? Like, he just kept going on about it. And I was like, hey, man, this is is a sick-ass promo right here. This is pretty cool. Yeah. So then... You know, Adam Pierce comes out and he's just like, you know, he's still pissed off. He's like, look, you have the audacity, the audacity to come out here after what you pulled. I mean, like the details of it, like I said, it's it's from what I remember of it. Basically, what I got from it was Roman was basically setting up. What did he do? He said, um, I'm now I'm blanking on on the the specifics of it. He said, um, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I. I don't know what he said. I'm trying, but I remember when he said something that he gave the mic to Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman got in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he said, he said, um, cause Paul Heyman was saying something to, to Adam Pierce off the side. And then Adam Pierce was like, you know what, Paul, I could take all this from him, but I'll be damned if I take this from you. <laughs> and then Roman Reigns says, Paul, you hear that? Sounds like he doesn't respect you. If he doesn't respect you, he doesn't respect me. Handle that. And then Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman's like, you know, wide-eyed, like, hmm? oh, oh, is that the case? Oh, oh, Adam Pierce, you think you think that because I wear these suits and because you know that I I do all, you know, I'm an advocate that I won't, I'm not a man that I won't stand up for myself. Well, I'm gonna tell you, Adam Pierce. Like, how about this for a main event of SmackDown? How about we have Adam Pierce versus Paul Heyman? And he, he kept going in. He was like, you know, da-da-da, I will whoop your ass. Right. Like, he was like, I'm from New to, York. Like, I'll, I'll whip your ass. I will whip your ass. Like, literally like that. I was like, where did that come from, Paul? So, and Roman raised his face through this whole thing. was like, he was loving it. He was thinking, like, oh, what is all this? Okay. Like, like he wasn't actually expecting Paul to do what he did. No, he had, like, like the shock like, face. He was like, oh, okay. Shock, like, okay. Oh. <laughs> and then, you know, he whispers. He whispers to Adam Pierce, just know, by the end of the night, you're getting your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Like one way or another, he's getting his ass kicked. Okay, so they go up to the back, and Paul Pierce, Paul, uh, not Paul Pierce, uh, Paul, <laughs> Paul Heyman. I put Paul, I put Paul Heyman and Adam Pierce together. Got Boston Celtics legend Paul Pierce. My bad, guys. So uh, Paul Heyman puffing his chest out. You know, he's like, yeah, you know, like then they're in the back. He's like, we got him, we got him. <laughs> Roman Reigns is like, what you mean, Paul? He's like, yeah, we got him. You know, because I, I knew exactly what you were doing, and we got him. He played right into it. He's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you know, with the with the match. He's like, yeah, the plan, Paul. I, I, I never. Yeah, we had a plan. We had a plan. I followed the plan accordingly. He's like, Paul. Like, I never told you to 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 make a match. Like, I told you when I said handle it, I wanted you to handle him in the way that only you could. Like, I wanted you to handle him verbally. Like, that's the way I wanted you to handle him. I never once told you to make a match. But, Paul, you, you got you to gotta show up because how does that make me look if you don't show up to this matchup? You're a man, Paul. You got to stand up like a man. Like and a take man. <laughs> like a man. He's like, and it's crazy because you have Roman Reigns in the in the foreground of the. Oh of the yeah, video. you know I gotta do it. And I gotta do it. You, you might you might hate this. Paul. You might hate this, but I gotta do it. He was like this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> with the 
up. Yes, yes. It, yes. it got reeled up close. And you can see, see it. <laughs> real close. Basically, the title on his shoulder. It was right up at the screen. But then you can see Paul Heyman's head pop up over his shoulder, eyes buggy like, <laughs> what? What are you? <laughs> it's like you mean you actually want me to oh, do this? Oh man, that was great. I, I was, was great. dying laughing, bro. I was dying laughing. My stomach was hurting, hurting, man, because he thought the tribal chief had his back. I was like, tribal chief only care about himself. <laughs> Commentary was like, hey, man, Roman Reigns, left, he's left the building. Like, he's gone. He's out, man. Like, Paul Heyman's got to figure this out. <laughs> we see Paul Heyman later on. You know, he's walking the halls. He yeah. sees somebody. He's like, what you looking at? You know, like, he's thinking, trying to figure it out. He's on his way to a gorilla position. Then uh, he made his way out to the ring. He's got tape on his hands. Tape. Like, tape it up there. This man's got tape on his hands. <laughs> and, and Adam Pierce is already in the ring. You know, he's got the, the sweatsuit on or whatever. And he's he's ready for the matchup. No theme music, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So he's waiting. Paul Heyman takes one step on the steps and trips. Oh, oh man. He's like, oh, and the commentator's like, what just happened to Paul Heyman? So he got up. He tried to get up again, tried to go up the steps. Oh, he slipped. And then Paul Heyman's like, oh, oh, damn this thing. I think I, I think I hurt myself. But you know what they say, Adam? Card, Card subject. subject to change. I said, oh, shit. Burn it. They Burn got it. him. Burn it. I, I didn't see that coming. I got to say, I almost feel embarrassed that I didn't see it coming because now looking at it, it was like it was painfully obvious. But I swear I didn't see it coming. I thought. All right, we're actually going to get Paul Heyman versus Adam Pearce. And then when he said card to change, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, wait, is it going to be Jey Uso? Because we hadn't seen really? Jey Uso tonight. I'm like, oh, man. And then they hit Roman Reigns music. I said, oh, worst case scenario. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, when, when he, well, as soon as he hurt himself, I was like, oh, I know where you're going. He about to flip that <laughs> shit on <laughs> Adam Pearce. He was like, card subject to change. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. My tribal chief hit his music. Banner. I said, we are getting the match. We are getting the match. I'm like, yeah, we're getting the match. I called it. I said, we're going to get a match before Roy Roy Rumble. Between Adam Pierce and Roman Reigns. I said it. I was right, goddammit. Oh, man. You were right. You got it. You got it. So I'll give you props there, man. So we had some semblance of a match, basically, between the two of them. Um, you know, Roman Reigns hit the Superman punch immediately. Uh, Adam Pierce rolled to the outside. So the shit out of that, too. Like, he, he just punched. Got yeah, he, was out. he was like, no, man. No, I got to get out of here. Um, he sold it, so that was good. And then he hit Roman with a right hand, and that was a mistake. You know, Roman that just pissed him off right. even more. And he's throwing him in the barricade. He's throwing him into the the video screens yes. with the people on it. You know, just threw him into that. Threw him into maybe two or three times. He threw him into that. And then some guy in, in a hood. Now let's backtrack. Uh, Roman Reigns. One thing that he said earlier on in the show was that he had made sure that Kevin Owens wouldn't show up because that's the pull that he has. Like he's in control. That's control. Mm-hmm. So he made it so that. Kevin Owens couldn't show up. And then we saw a video of Kevin Owens saying, you know, I, I drove up, I came to work, and, you know, security's telling me I can't get in the building. So then, and this promo was cool, too, because he was talking about, you know, like, fight Owens fight, like, what that means. 
and he talks, you know, it's about his family, but he showed the knuckle, the, the tattoos on his knuckles. Because he talked about he, he has his wife uh, tattooed, kids his wife's name tattooed on one wrist, yep. and his kid's name tattooed on another wrist. But the one that really exemplifies him the, mo- the most is the tattoos on his knuckles. And it was for his, like, I think it was his grand his grandparents' uh, names, the, the, the two male figures. Yeah, uh, yeah, both his, his grandparents on his mom and dad's side, I, I believe. On mom and dad's side, thank you. Yep. Thank you. On his knuckles. And he was like, because these guys had my back through thick and thin. And the one regret that he has is that they weren't able to see him on the big stage, you know, before they passed. You know, they passed years ago before Mm -hmm. he got to WWE. But they're always with him. And, you know, with that, you know, he's like, how can I not fight? Like, they fought through illnesses and and, and just, like, battled through that. And they were able to have that, that, like, some time with him at least, even as sick as they were. So, you know, for him, it's like with them going through all that, how what excuse does he have not to fight on? And so I was like, wow, man, that's a that's a heartfelt, real promo. You know, wrestlers take notes like Mm -hmm. that right there was one that that got me, man. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that was cool. So then that's a fighting champion right there. Matchup. That's a fighting champion. Yes. Yes. Kevin Owens right there was like that was that was an amazing moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, cut to uh, the the matchup again. So you got Roman Reigns throwing out of Pierce th- into the screens, you know, and, and he's about to put him up top on this platform, the same platform that he threw Kevin Kevin Owens off of weeks ago. So and, you know, commentary is like, you know, where he's taking him. Uh Oh, you know where he's taking him, alluding to that. Then a person in the hood comes out. Grabs Roman Reigns, starts punching him. The hood comes down. It's Kevin Owens. He's made his way into the building, and he is beating the holy hell out of Roman Reigns. Just throwing him into everything now, punching him, beating his ass. Pop-up powerbomb through the announce table, (laughs) threw him into the barricade, kicking him in the face. Oh, security's coming out. Referee's coming out. Oh, you want me to stop? You want me to stop? Up, I'm gonna do a little sidestep juke move, uh, get over to Roman yeah. Reigns, kick him in the face. When inside the other, when inside one one way, came out the other side of the ring, <laughs> right, got him again. Before he went off the air, he picked up the steel steps like he was gonna smash his head in with it. The like, referees were like, "No, no, 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 that's enough, that's enough." So he he pulled that down. He's like, "You're lucky, you're lucky they're here." But guess what? They're not gonna be here at the Royal Rumble in the Last Man Standing match. Boom, that cut, and that was the end of that. So that was awesome. On Talking Smack, the little bonus footage that I'm going to share with you. So Yeah, yeah, what happened with this All throughout now? Talking Smack, Paul Heyman, throughout Talking Smack, just could not get over the fact that they had a perfect plan. The plan was perfect. It went almost to perfection, <laughs> except when that damn Kevin Owens came and ruined everything at the end. And Kayla wouldn't let him forget it. And even when they had guests, they had, um, who'd they have on Talking Smack this week? Uh, Sami Zayn came out. They had uh, some other people out there, and Paul Heyman would turn to them and say, you know, I, oh, Bailey, when <laughs> Bailey came out, um, they were, they were gonna, getting ready to just interview Bailey, but or Kayla was going to ask a question. Yeah. And then Paul just turns to her. He's like, you know what? Bailey, make sure that at Royal Rumble, you tune in to see when Roman Reigns <laughs> kicks the shit out of Kevin Owens to reassert that he is the reigning defending Universal Champion. Uh, <laughs> he, just, he just kept bringing that up. He just could not. He was still pissed. He couldn't let that shit go. Oh, could that's perfect. Now, that's how you sell, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so it was great. And then uh, they were about to go off the air for Talking Smack. 
Paul Heyman looks to his side, and you don't see who's there. He looks to his side. He's like, oh, shit. So he just <laughs> drops his head, and it's Kevin Owens. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and they just sit there in silence. Like, Kevin Owens just looking at Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman kind of not looking at Kevin Owens. He's just like, fuck, no. And Kevin Owens looking at him. And it's just like, he's just like. Then he goes over to him, whispers to him, you can feel it. You can feel it. And then he then he puts out his hand to shake uh to, to, to shake Paul Heyman's hand. Yeah. And Paul Heyman's like, and he, shakes his hand. he shakes Kevin Owens' hand. And then Kevin Owens like, see you, Kayla. And then he leaves, and Paul Heyman's like, wiping <laughs> like the scum off of his hand. He takes out a little handkerchief from his suit and he right, wipes right, it right. off like <laughs> like he's just so dude it was nice it was a nice touch really not much in terms of like words or anything yeah. but it was all like tension like you could feel the tension after what kevin owens just did and how pissed off paul Heyman was the entire episode of talking smack and then you've got that just one thing that he says he's like you can feel it like you know what's coming you know what's about to happen in royal rumble you know what's coming after what i just did to your boy uh. that's everything i read into it but all he said is you can feel it. You can feel it. Mm. It's like, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, man. I'm going to have to see that myself, man. Oh yeah, my. man. Just that moment. The Bailey stuff was pretty good, too, because they talked about the obstacle course, which we'll get into in a second. <laughs> but, yeah, man. That, oh, my God. It was great. It was great. Oh, man. Kevin. So, yeah, Owens. man. Just just general thoughts, man. What you what you think? What you think? So, I, I even though they made Kevin Owens looking strong, but I get it. You got the you got to sell the pay-per-view. You got to sell Kevin Owens has a fighting chance against the Tribal Chief. Like, my yeah. my my percentage for Kevin Owens is still at 35. It hasn't, go, hasn't risen up. Hasn't gone lower. Mine's still at up. a strong, steady 35%. Yours went up, though? Mine's went up. Yours went up. Mine's oh. like 50%. Oh. 50%. <laughs> I'm giving him a 50% chance. This is even now. Even. Either oh, way this can go. Man. Either no, way. No, no. Yes. No, no, no. I am there. Kevin won me over. Don't, do not listen mm. to my KO. No, no. Travel we Chief. might be headed right. to KO Mania. No. Oh, hell no. KO Mania. Hell no. Hell no. KO Mania. <laughs> my Tribal Chief was shut all this shit down. All the haters will rise and give all their energy back to the tribal chief because he's going to retain the universal championship. It's like a spirit bomb in a reverse instead of like everyone sitting there like love and positivity, selling all the hate. And give, me ah, <laughs> give me your hate. Give me your hate. Oh, man. That's good. That's good. But yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, man, it just Kevin Owens is doing great work. Roman Reigns is doing great work. Like I'm, I'm here for this, man. SmackDown, like we said, in terms of building for Royal Rumble, I feel like SmackDown is doing a hell of a job overall. I mean, there's so many other things that happened on this episode, but that's kind of like the biggest thing. Yeah, the, the big highlight. Yeah, like. You know, uh, Reginald, we talked – I don't know. Did we talk about that No, we talked about that in the pre-show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Reginald is, is, is half cat. Yeah. This man was reversing everything that Sasha Banks did, flipping around, like smiling. Like, Landed all this yeah, fleet and then bowing just 
<laughs> you know, every time. Just oh, yep. right. <laughs> <laughs> like he's this dude. Yeah, man. He's he's incredibly athletic and showed out in a great way. Sasha did pick up the victory, but you know, Reginald did look great there. Um, you think Cesaro they're opening the door for Zig- intergender wrestling now? Because we got a light version of it, just a very light version of it. <laughs> Somewhere like I don't a, think so. It's more like not, a dance not to the there. level of like a impact oh, or anybody hell. else. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, they're yeah. gonna get there. Yeah, impact goes they balls to that. the wall. Like, but they, I'm treat you like my they, equal. They, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I I, I doubt it. Um, at least not now. Yeah. But. You know, down the road, who knows, man? Anything's possible. Yeah. But right now, I would say no, um, not anytime soon. Um, so also, too, Cesaro. Cesaro had another big night. So they've been booking him really strong. Mm. He beat Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. last week. He went against Dolph Ziggler. They beat, beat him. him too. Um, yeah, <laughs> that also slow mo in the smack, uh, I mean, when he was doing the Cesaro spin was funny. You know, just yeah. seeing Dolph. <laughs> His hair in slow motion, just him looking like he's in pain or just did this. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, great, great uh, work by Cesaro yeah. and, and getting put over. Great job by WWE putting him over right now, leading into the Royal Rumble, making him look strong. Um, you know, love to see some of that stuff coming from Talking Smack, get on the main show for him as well. Talking about his past history with, da- with Daniel Bryan. So love that. Um, gosh, what else? There was one other. Uh, the Apollo Crews Big E situation, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm not feeling this feud right now. I like it from Apollo's side because I feel like they're trying to get something out of Apollo. That's another thing. Too. Like, Talking Smack, they, they, they got to incorporate more of this stuff from, they do. from Talking Smack on the show. Because another thing that happened here, too, was Sami Zayn was was continued, you know, his whole protest thing on Talking Smack. And then um, Apollo showed up and Sami Zayn was intimidated. He was real intimidated. And Apollo was like, you know, I just want to stand here. And while you're talking, I'm just going to sit here, too, and and, and see what you got to say. Because now, for context, Sami Zayn cost Apollo Crews his opportunity at the Intercontinental Championship by interfering and getting... Basically, you know, a disqualification end to that matchup. I think Apollo ended up winning by disqualification because he's the one that got Haluva kicked by Sami Zayn. But the match didn't end. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I, they, I'm not sure where they're going with this. But Apollo looked good on Talking Smack. You know, <laughs> Paul Heyman was like, you know, uh, when, when, uh, when, when Sami Zayn was talking shit to Apollo and Sami Zayn finally left because he said, you know what, I'm worried about the safety of my crew, <laughs> not because I'm intimidated, but because I'm worried about their safety. So I'm going to take them out of here. So we're going to leave because I'm worried about their safety. We're gone. So they left. And then Paul Heyman is like, you're going to let this prick like distract you from what's important. What's important is the intercontinental championship. You're going to let this prick distract you. He's like, I'm going to whoop Sami Zayn's ass and then I'm going to win the Intercontinental Championship because I can. And he looked pissed and serious and then he walked off. And Paul Heyman was like, he had the greatest look. He was looking, he's like, and he was like, yeah, so, like the creep smile, like the Grinch. Yeah, that it was, cheesy it was gr- like, yeah. like the Grinch. He was like, yeah, <laughs> like I did it. Yeah, I got him. I got him. I Dance, found that fire. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Dude, 
when it was so funny. And actually, right after that is when Kevin Owens showed up. That's when that happened. He was like, yeah. Oh, hell no. Like, oh, shit. We got to go. He was just feeling good. He was just feeling good. But um, so so the Intercontinental Championship situation, um, I don't know, man. Like, I just – this is another one that – of all the things that SmackDown is doing, I think yeah. they're doing a great job in terms of building towards Royal Rumble. But with this one, it just seems like I'm not sure what we're, what we're doing. Like, are we still big, building Big E or are we building Apollo now? Because it feels like Apollo's the one getting the push and Big E's just kind of like there. I, well, I get a sense it was it was kind of just helping each other out. It's more of a dance. Like Big E's okay. helping, you know, uh, Apollo out, and Apollo's helping Big E out. What I got confused by is w- when yeah. Sammy was interjected. I'm like, uh, why he need to interject? I, Another triple threat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't do that. Nah, man. I was more I, I was threat. more keen on the idea. Like, okay, they could start to become rivals, Apollo and Big E. Right. Over the mid card belt, over this IC, like I would like to like see something like that, man. They're just fighting over this, you know, over the Intercontinentals, like like you used to see back in the day with uh, like Stone Cold yeah. or The Rock, man. Before they became on the main event, I would like to see yeah. something parallel Rock to the and same. Triple H. Yeah, man. Like even yeah. when Triple H, Rock yeah. and Triple H too, exactly, bro. So now yeah. now you got Sami Zayn. Like Sami Zayn's cool, but he's not needed in this, man. No, no. I like the fact that he's doing the whole protest and yeah. wearing a t-shirt and saying he got screwed and all that. Like, that's the cool. That's cool. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want him to be in this matchup. Here, let them have their matchup. Mm-hmm. And Sammy can still be like, you know, going to Adam Pearce and complaining. And then some other wrestlers are like, man, you had your chance. Shut up. And then he can start off something with somebody else. There you know, you go. Like, have him. <laughs> it's that simple. Be, but just find somebody. Yeah, find another face to be annoyed by Sami Zayn and then any other face. And that can give somebody else, like, a, I guess, in my mind now, I'm thinking about Dominic. Like, I guess it'd be kind of interesting to put him in something with with uh, Sami Zayn. Well, he's in a thing with King Corbin. Yeah, he no, his, that's not worth it. I don't know. <laughs> he's getting destroyed. No. I could do this, that Dad. Not, I could do this. No, you Just can't. Just let me do this, Dad. <laughs> I will never believe it. I will never believe. He better never be in his life. He better oh. never be Baron Corbin. Dude, I will King, not Ke- King Corbin it. handled Dominic like he was just, bro, you're not on my level. I, I'm not. He's not. He, he destroyed him. That when yes. when he did his finisher, the uh, what, what is his finisher called? I'm losing my brain. End of days. The end of days. End of days. Yeah, he did. He did a one move right before and then went into the end of days. I was like, <laughs> It's over. It's a, it's a warm up session. This was a warm up <laughs> yeah, session for him, man. Yes. He's like, I gotta warm up for my workout, man. Like, go ahead, let's bring Dominic over here so I can get in this light work real quick to get break to get a sweat going. Oh my That's god, was, man! man. Did. Dominic needs to move on, yes. man. Like, this isn't no, no. Sami Zayn, the way Sami is right now, I feel like he'd have more of a chance. Like, at least get get in the in the ring with someone who cuts great promos. And then you can go back and forth with them, maybe learn something in terms of a promo yeah. for Dominic. You know, like that would be more educational for him than just getting his ass whooped <laughs> by King Corbin. Because I don't know what he's learning here, man. <laughs> like, how to get dominated? How to? Yeah. But Seth Rollins already did that. Did. Like we're seeing the same he thing again you. that happened now, with Seth. Perry Corbin's to destroy you. <laughs> no. After Let's you're just dead, get a bigger guy to destroy. Right. Now. <laughs> 
after Ray was like, don't do this, son. Son, do you know who he is? <laughs> he should have listened. He should have listened. Like, you better stop. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. So I, I don't know. But Sammy, yeah, Sammy, stay away from the Intercontinental title picture, you know, for a minute. Find somebody else or, you know, writers, find another face to get annoyed and pissed off of him. And that could be a whole nother story. So I think that'd be cool. Um, yeah, let's see. Is there anything? I guess the the obstacle course, we should talk oh, yeah, about that yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Shine some light on Bianca Belair and Bailey. Um, it was entertaining. It was comedic. Yep. Um, the two of them, basically Bailey's obstacle course, she set it up. So she had her run, <laughs> which was, you know, Super very straight easy. up. She had the tire. The, the low hurdles, she jumped through those. She went around, you know, like three walls she was supposed to jump over. <laughs> she ran around them. I she like how she Chad showed Gable. it because she kind of backed wait, up. Wait, wait. The cameraman backed up, too. She was like, <laughs> then went around around she's the like, wall. All right, all right. She's trying to figure out how she's going to jump over this, how she's going to tackle this wall. She went around all three of them, so that was funny. Picked up uh, Chad Gable, you know, and, like, walked a couple feet, you know, with him, with him on her shoulders. Um, then the last part was you had to shoot a, a, a shot by layup, dunk, whatever, but get the ball in the hoop. Uh, she missed the first yep. shot, then she made it cool. Then it was Bianca Belair's turn. She's like, wait, 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 wait. I got to EST this, this obstacle <laughs> course up for you a little bit. So they brought bigger hurdles out. And <laughs> later on, you'd find hurdles. out that Otis was the replacement yes. for Chad Gable for her to carry. <laughs> so she did that. She went over those hurdles, too, like real good, like a professional. Yes. Then there was the wall. She, she used, she used to do, she used to do tracks, so I'm, I'm not surprised. We saw it in the videos, yes. too, man, in the promo videos they've been showing. Like, she's legit. So, you know, did all that. And then uh, dunked the basketball, so she destroyed oh, the yeah, she dunked course. her shit. <laughs> Just dunked it. It was like, hey, you know, like, this is what I do. This was, you created this. You thought you were trying yeah. to, you know, make a fool out of me. And, you know, you end up with, with dirt on your face or whatever. But. Then Bailey ended up doing the beatdown and getting the one up on her after the fact. Now, I in my mind, when this was all going down, I'm like, I don't think this obstacle course is going to happen. And I wish they would have done it a slightly different way, even though I was entertained. What I was hoping for was Bianca Bailey would have made Bianca go first, right? And she does the obstacle course. Cool. And then she's like, yeah, you know, beat that time, Bailey. And Bailey's like, oh, okay. Like, all right, let me see how I'm going to do this obstacle course. And then immediately attacks uh, Bianca Belair as Bianca Belair is tired from having done the obstacle course. Then she could say something like, you know what? You may be the strong S, the fast S, but I am the smart S. And that's why I am the captain of SmackDown, dummy, ding dong, idiot. Oh, and just like, man. celebrate. And that's it. That's the end of the segment. Yeah. Like, oh, that would have been perfect. I, I love that. I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because yeah. in a way, you're still showing off the athlete of the athlete God, God given ability for Bianca Belair. Yeah. But then you're showing the intelligence from Bailey. Ooh, Bailey. Like, come on. I'm not competing with you on some obstacle course, but <laughs> I'm smarter than you. Gets the beat down. Now what? Who came out on top now? Yes. It just leaves. Like, that's what I was hoping for. But, you know, it's okay. What they did was entertaining. And they got there eventually yeah, yeah. with the beat down. But I'm like, <laughs> you could have skipped Bailey doing all that extra stuff. But whatever. Bailey's entertaining, so it was cool. Um, yeah, man. So that was that was a that was a fun segment. I, I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I, I liked, you know, fantasy booking that a little bit in my head. <laughs> a little bit more, but... You know, it was what it was. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's 
that's the majority or of SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. I want to say. That's pretty much everything. Yeah, that looks so, about it. Yeah, we got everything. We covered Raw. We covered SmackDown. I guess any other notes on either one of these shows uh, that you wanted to bring up before before we cap it? Raw was, huh? SmackDown's on fire. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my yeah. sense. Yeah, man. Um, for me, it was basically the same thing that I feel like, you know, Raw, both shows were entertaining, mm-hmm. but SmackDown was definitely the stronger show when it came to just overall booking leading towards, um, you know, Raw Rumble. A big shout out in terms of matches to AJ Styles and Ricochet for that match we got on Raw and that finish by AJ Styles. Again, it was one of the best finishes I've ever seen. Put it up there, like you said, with like Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, yes. and that RKO from the curb stomp. Like, oh my God. Like, one of the sickest finishers I've seen. That one was right up there, man. It was sick. So, props to them. But yeah, man. I think that, that pretty much does it for this recap. So, before we go, as always, Devin, tell the people where they can catch us. Yes, yes, all the time. You can always catch us on a various social platforms. I will go down the list because there is only one website you can catch us at. And here are the lists of the various social platforms. We got Facebook. We got an awesome Facebook group, by the way, called the Clark Street Wrestling Community. Always hit that join group. We're a private group, but you hit join. We will let you in with open arms. We all... We all love all walks of life with wrestling, so it doesn't matter. And yes, we're on Instagram. Hit that follow button. We're on Twitter too. And we hit over our 400 mark for Twitter followers are on the road to 500 right now. We're at, I think we're at 409. Last time I looked at it, I'm doing a live look right now. Yep, 409. 409. Okay, so currently. And I got to do a big shout out to TikTok because I think we had a goal of, uh, I think, two goals. We was on the road to 2000, but we had a a little mini goal to get to that 1500. We eclipsed that. And the reason why I'm using the the word eclipse, because we really eclipsed that shit, uh, we're at 1,786 followers right now. Almost at 1,800. Wow. We're about to be uh, 200 pretty soon, I bet, man, because we're we killing TikTok, it right now. TikTok, yeah. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> is where that is. Where is that? We thank all the TikTok followers for following following us. And you know what? I'm going to do something special. Like right off, right when we get off doing the, our, our recording session, I will be live streaming t- TikTok. Why? while I'm watching the UFC fight as well. So if you want to get on, talk about some wrestling, talk about what happened, we can chit-chat, doesn't matter. Catch me on the TikTok Live. And there's only one website. You can catch all those websites, all those links I just posted, and YouTube, and all our episodes. That is ClarkStreetWrestling.com. ST for the abbreviation for that ST for Street.com. We got all our web episodes, all our links for YouTube doesn't matter if you got amazon if you got breaker if you got iheart whatever is your favorite podcast app we have that link for it and you can find us for your listening pleasure yes yes and with that said that is gonna do it for this recap episode of raw and smackdown so for Devin, i'm hafiz we'll catch you guys next time peace all right guys thanks for listening to the clark street wrestling podcast